0: Welcome to America's Commercial Real Estate Show, your source for market intel, forecasts, and strategies. Hello, I'm Michael Bull. Thank you for joining us. This segment is brought to you by my company, Bull Realty. For customized asset and occupancy solutions, visit bullrealty.com. Well, we're continuing our coverage uh, surrounding all of the issues of the coronavirus, right? What is going on? Uh, how are people dealing with it? Uh, how, do, how do we get ready for the future of what's next and, and what is next? One of those things that obviously is next is in most municipalities and states and in the U.S., people are home. People are working at home. Well, we're going to want to get people back in our stores, in our offices, in our office buildings, um, and we want them to be safe. And we want them to feel safe to get back in the property and get the economy rolling, get our tenants uh, busy again. So if you uh, lead a business or you own a building or manage it, you're a property manager, uh, we're gonna talk about some things that kind of help you get ready now and prepare now Uh, to get business rolling back into your buildings. Please welcome my guest. It's Tom Shercliffe, and he is a principal and co-founder with Intelligent Buildings. Tom, thank you for joining us. Hey, thank you for having me, Michael. So so Tom's Intelligent Buildings Company, um, they help uh, uh, owners and managers of buildings with intelligent building systems, right? Uh, And they're headquartered in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, and they do business with... uh, large office owners, and I guess all types of property owners uh, all around the country. And, and Tom, as I said in the opening, we want our tenants uh, uh, to feel comfortable and feel safe uh, to get back into these buildings. And, and that really starts with the people, right? Making the people feel comfortable coming back in. What are some things that we may want to think about there?
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I think there's the, the, the short term issues, the immediate issues about you know, who's coming to the building, contractors and otherwise. And then as you indicate, uh, there is a, a, a short, uh, medium term issue of how do we start reoccupying the buildings with confidence. And so I think folks are going to want to know what is being done differently at a property management level or at a facility level uh, than, than was before this crisis. Yeah, I mean, it makes
0: sense. I think it was probably, time seems to be crawling right now, but I think it was a month ago, I told a bunch of my uh, brokers at my shop that, hey, you guys might not know this, but uh, our, our everything, all the high-touch areas inside our office space are wiped down and disinfected every morning before this started, just simply because I am a germaphobe, I guess I would call myself. I'm just very conscious of that anyway. So I think uh, that that's going to be real important. So, you know, what should managers do uh, to help the space be safe for the occupants and, and, and what should they tell tenants and, and businesses?
1: Yeah, I think uh, maybe starting with something that's pretty close to home for, for the property management community is, is starting with the building contractors that come into the building. And uh, even now when the buildings aren't fully occupied, um, we should have a programmatic way to do health screening, a health risk screen for contractors that are entering the building. So at least the things that they directly control, the staff, the property management uh, uh, folks, and the, and the contractors that are going in and out of the building, that's almost a baseline level to know that they've been screened. And, and that they 're not uh, contributing to the problem and how do you screen them? You do this uh, how do you do it well that 's a good question. so this is not uh, something that's practical or even a good idea to do at a, at a at a medical level like this is not to diagnose somebody it's simply using the CDC questions that we have seen a, a lot of places, such as are you experiencing flu like symptoms? Have you traveled or your family having these symptoms and so forth, or anybody close to you and it's important uh, for uh, uh, property management uh, community to understand that the uh, EEOC uh, and the ADA have uh, published guidelines uh, that are allowable for that during pandemic uh, periods. That so you don't have to worry about HIPAA and these kind of things. So there, there is a there is a guideline for doing that.
0: Yeah, and that makes sense. Uh, even right now, as you mentioned, when maybe some of these office buildings, I've talked to some owners and. You know, they're 10, 10% occupied of, of the normal people that are in them. Uh, but you still have contractors. I was talking to Bill Blam at Choke Construction. They do a lot of construction around the US in office buildings, and they're doing a lot of uh, tenant build outs right now. And in some of the buildings, the owners aren't letting their people in Well, that's going to hold up business. The tenants won't be able to move in. You know, they're not going to have the tenants, the rents coming in. So they ought to have one of these programs set up then to, to question these contractors so they can keep business rolling
1: yeah I think they're, they're, uh, you know it is obvious and we 'll talk about it in a second that you 'd rather have your contractors doing any work remotely that they can, which creates other problems but uh, the there 's going to have to be some amount of, of staff or contractors still come into the buildings. Uh, so, you've, you've got you've to manage that, and, and by the way, the reason for that is that you've still got real, uh, real important issues about maintaining the building, including safe potable water. Uh, we're not running the sinks, we're not flushing the toilets, uh, then maybe the process of mechanical water is not moving around, so you've got to keep those things going to deal with uh, things like uh, Legionella and corrosion and, and uh, mold in terms of air quality and humidity, so there's a lot of things that have to be done. At the building Uh, and uh, that that is uh, uh, for asset value and to be ready as you say to reoccupy the building but I will say that uh, even if we could have as many as possible uh, using remote access that creates a whole other set of uh, of problems and stress
0: and I want to talk about that and before we go there you mentioned air quality and I know some people uh, feel like you get in, in a in a space And the the air itself can carry uh, contaminants for you. Like, I don't know, when I get in an airplane, I'm pretty uncomfortable that I'm breathing all the same air with all these people for so long. Uh, Is that uh, also an issue in office buildings? Is there something that building managers and owners should do to make sure their air quality is is cleaner and, and better than normal? And how can they report that to tenants?
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. We, we, we are working on uh, combinations of certain sensors that will help that. I mean, there's traditional issues that everybody's concerned about, like carbon monoxide and carbon dioxide, just for a healthier work environment that I think will get some, some increased attention now. But uh, there are also uh, particulate matter and things that can contribute to, to other, other types of problems. Uh, and, and really, it sounds simple, but uh, humidity is, a, is a, a very important issue because on the one end of that spectrum, you can, you can have a mold-created environment. But on the other end of that spectrum, the virus likes a dry environment for, for spread. So mm-hmm. we've got to really dial in humidity to a very precise level to, to avoid those two ends of the spectrum.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. And and look, uh, Tom, lots and lots of people. I mean, the increase is credibly large. People are working at home and, and they're mobilely accessing uh, their buildings. Uh, and uh, it seems like, uh, in fact, my IT guy said, uh, hey, for all you guys using Zoom, um, stay off the chat uh, part of that uh, because there's problems there. Um, is there more of a threat right now and what should building owners think about that?
1: Yeah, there's no doubt about it. So if we just for just a second, put aside the, uh, public health and community spread type things we were just talking about and think about, uh, uh there's increased zoom or, you know, web, web meeting activity, but there's also increased remote access and there's also a significantly increased phishing attacks. So what that means is we're all used to phishing being Amazon and Target, say, you know, discount here and it's really a trick and they're they're in your computer. But there is a very focused campaign on uh, facility contractors using things like a manufacturer, say Johnson Controls, important COVID-19 update, click here for how it affects your building system. Um, And that is not gonna get caught in traditional phishing campaigns. So you're right in that we have to worry about how we're connected and how secure that is. Um, And then, uh, as I just mentioned, the phishing campaigns need to be dealt with very particularly in this uh, exploitation of of coronavirus environment. And then also, again, sounds basic, but the the configuration of all of our building systems is gonna be under greater stress during this time of remote access. And what I mean by that is passwords, uh, user credentials, current software revisions, backups, All of these things are really important because one, you want your contractors accessing the building remotely and two, there's significantly increased hacking going on during this time. Yeah. And you
0: want at this time to have your contractors when possible service your property remotely, right? So your advice there is to encourage that, but to make sure we're backing up the systems, make sure we have great passwords, make sure we have, the latest software and it sounds like a building manager ought to be very involved in that to make sure that the uh, contractor uses the right, right updates and things.
1: Yeah, that, that's right. And, 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 at a practical level, that really just needs to be more of an automated audit because it, it, if you, if you have a portfolio of any size, you know, multiply each building times, pick your number, three contractors, eight, 10, 12, some have a couple of dozen contractors in the building, depending on elevator parking, lighting, uh, you know, uh, HVAC, go, go down the list of all the systems you might have. And uh, so uh, we prefer doing an audit uh, to all of those contractors, just so that the, somebody at the risk level of portfolio can, can have a, a sense of that, a reporting of that. But certainly the, the local facility manager needs to know that there is a policy and that it is being, it is being managed.
0: Yeah, and Intelligent Buildings is uh, Tom's uh, company's name. And and Tom, uh, are we going to see more companies, building owners, I guess, uh, asking you for systems that uh, are maybe thermal scanning of people coming in the building or uh, systems that are kind of counting density and and things like that? Are we going to see kind of a a new environment and, and how quickly might we see some of that?
1: Yeah, I, I think there, well, there's no doubt about that. We're having very active conversations and pulling together use cases that you know, either were on the shelf or people you know, now are much more aware of. Uh, I, think, I think there are going to be two levels of this. I, I think that, that property management in general is going to have to have a new baseline for the things that the day. you mentioned cleaning earlier, I think some of the environmental monitoring uh, issues around humidity and CO2 are gonna need to be much more formalized as just a new normal. Um, and to your question, there are a number of solutions that we're trying to pull together for folks to see and have access to, things that like touchless entry I love that. Yeah, for ingress and egress. I mean, that takes a little bit of work, uh, you know, both from a functional door perspective and an access control perspective. uh, Space density, um, you know, are we going to, not just for fire code, uh, but are we going to, uh, you know, have a certain, some kind of social distancing or at least density requirement, and that takes people counting, maybe the thermal that you refer to, hygiene monitoring, uh, are we going to document, you know, uh, hand sanitizer use or, or wash, bathroom wash soap use, those kind of things? Uh, it could be some kind of indicator. And, and then even uh, going as far as potentially with thermal scans that, that you noted uh, for elevated temperature. That's, that is a, a whole can of worms uh, that, that has to do with public safety and government regulation and HIPAA and HR rules and all of that. Well, yeah, I tell you, I think
0: if there's going to be anything good that comes out of this uh, mess, I think it might be the the hygiene, improved hygiene, because, you know, in my opinion, the hygiene of most Americans is just uh, terrible. Uh, It's awful. And I don't mean to pick on Americans. That's just where I live (laughs) and what I see. Um, And and I think the good part of it could come out that maybe we have less people uh, dying with the flu as people realize how uh our hygiene has been really t- terrible
1: yeah i think there's a there's a there's a 911 analogy here and that you know people said that they would uh you know maybe we won't build tall buildings anymore we have done that. Uh, but we still take our shoes off and our jacket off at the airport and these kind of things. So there, I, think, I think we will get back to whatever the new normal is in terms of occupying buildings and working. But, but there will be things um, that I think will stick with us. And as you say, there are going to be a lot of, a lot of other benefits to that from, from sort of non, non-coronavirus type issues
0: yeah so it sounds like tell me uh, what else we should think about as we as we finish up here as, as a building manager or owner uh, maybe step up your process for for contractor visits and and make sure that uh as much as you're able to that that they're that they're in a, they're not causing problems they're not bringing in something they shouldn't bring in and then uh, look at your building systems uh, kind of update your software check your your passwords and things like that what am i what am i missing
1: Yeah, I think you're right. The the good news here is, 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 as I said earlier, the property management community, I think, has a big burden to communicate and give people confidence. However, I think they can do that with a lot of things they're very comfortable with, how to deal with and manage contractors, um, um, how to uh, configure and keep tight the building systems configuration and and their Internet access and, you know, the, the one thing that I think will be a little different and unclear will be the new normal use cases that we talked about, like entry and density and scans and hygiene and those kind of things. And I think what they should do is, is try to as quickly as they can establish what is their new normal and then what do they have to really go to work on in terms of optional uh, offerings to landlords and tenants.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, good point and great information, Tom. I appreciate uh, you being on the show with us. Thank you for having me. If you like more information from Tom, uh, check out his uh, website. It's intelligentbuildings.com. Well, stay tuned. We're going to do another segment here. We're going to go deeper into kind of the people process part of it, what you can do for your office, for your business, uh, retail business, restaurant business, office buildings to make your customers, uh, your employees uh, feel safe and feel comfortable and get them back to work. So stay with us. I'm Michael Bull. This is America's Commercial Real Estate Show.
1: Like to be the top producing commercial broker in your office? Check out Michael Bull's video training. Since you're a show listener, you receive 10% off your first purchase. At checkout, use discount code CRE show. Visit commercialagentsuccess.com.
0: Are you looking to buy, sell, or lease commercial real estate? You're invited to contact Bull Realty for customized asset and occupancy solutions. Call 404-876-1640 or visit bullrealty.com. Welcome back to America's Commercial Real Estate Show. I'm Michael Bull. Thank you for being with us. This segment is brought to you by CommercialAgentSuccess.com. If you know a commercial real estate agent that wants to improve their skills and their results, check out CommercialAgentSuccess.com. Today we're calling the show Safe Places, uh, Corona time. It's uh, April 9th, and one of the things that uh, is going on in the minds of everyone is, hey, when can we all get back into stores, restaurants, office buildings, and our office space get business back on online. And a lot of people are going to be nervous or are nervous now and might be nervous for a while to get back into uh, the public, get back into your office buildings. Um, So we wanna make it inviting. Uh, We want to be uh, proactive about what we're doing to make safe places. And we want to be proactive with our tenants and the tenants with their their customers and employees. Um, so I'm going to just give you a lot of ideas to think about. Some of these you're probably doing and make sense. And some of them, maybe they give you some other ideas uh, to help our tenants be successful. Look, if you run a lead a business, you, you want your uh, employees to come in where you know they're more productive, uh, where... Um, a business gets really done. And as a uh, building owner manager, uh, you want to make sure that the tenants, their employees feel welcome. Uh, they get back in and get productive so they can pay the rent, right? Uh, so I was talking to a friend of mine, Brett Huntsinger, and he's a, he's a broker. He's also in the, a parking business. Um, and he's put together some information. And I've got some other information from uh, Bill Cates with uh, Kimberly Clark uh, and some other resources. So I'm just going to give you some ideas. We'll also put some links uh, at, uh, in the uh, comments about this show uh, on uh, creshow.com with some more links, some more information. We really want to get our buildings ready, get people back to work. Uh, so let's start with some ideas. Um, one is uh, kind of the common things to do is uh, you know go to your hot spots in your building and make sure that they're cleaned and they're sanitized and they're disinfected and that people know about it. Uh, you know, that you, when they walk into your building, uh, there's some uh, pleasant signage that uh, of, of how often you're doing it and what you're doing. Um, and you know, think about those hot spots. So, uh, their elevators, their reception, uh, their waiting areas, their uh, lobby, water fountains, uh, copy in your office, copy machines, uh, cabinets, um, and uh, and then down to personal uh, areas, you know, have uh, sanitized wipes and things for people to wipe down their keyboards and and their phones. The phones are places that uh, pass around a lot of germs. Um, have hand sanitizer around at some of these places. Have wipes around. In some of these places, Um, it's it's interesting. Uh, I'm a real germaphobe anyway, and we were cleaning uh, all these hot spots inside of our 17,000 square foot office space, our corporate headquarters in Atlanta. We were doing it every day before this happened, and I didn't think then to to tell my employees, our agents, you know, that we were doing that. Uh, But now I realize uh, that because I was doing that because I just don't want people sick and. I don't like the ideas of people spreading germs. Well, now we're all going to do it. Uh, And so we need to make sure that that everyone knows that we're doing it so they feel feel safer and they feel more comfortable. Uh, Now, here's something from Kimberly Clark that I thought was interesting. Um, There's a difference between cleaning and then sanitizing and then disinfecting. And what they're saying, look, cleaning removes uh, germs, dirt, it, it cleans, but it doesn't necessarily kill the germs. But it does help, and then you have sanitizing, which kind of lowers the number of germs, uh, and uh, you know you c- you can clean and uh, uh, and that helps. And then you have disinfecting, uh, which really kills the germs. Um, so think about your your cleaning materials and or what you're doing, uh, and make sure your folks are uh, doing a good job. Um, another hot spot is food service areas, and one thing to think about there is uh, plexiglass. Uh, barriers between uh, people that are serving the food or working in your areas. Uh, and so when people come in, you figure those, are, those people are around a lot of people. So if I'm a tenant in your building and I know I've got to come to your food service or your reception or your, you know, and, and I know they see a lot of people, I'd like to see that they're, they're protected maybe behind plexiglass, especially as we first start getting back in these buildings. Another thing to think about, for those people are face masks. Now, what I recommend is not these uh, hospital-looking ones that kind of remind you of all this and scare you, but some maybe that are a little nicer, more fun, the ones that you know, people are making now that are made out of cotton uh, and a little more whimsical. Um, but, you know, I feel more comfortable going in a restaurant or uh, a bank or, or people going to banks still, <laughs> uh, going any place of business and an office where I see that the people that are there seeing a lot of people um, that they are covering their mouth and nose, that they're not potentially spreading the germs uh, to me, even if I'm not wearing them. Um, so uh, that, that's an idea deal there. Um, and make sure, again, that you're, you're letting the tenants know. Um, you know, set up some protocols uh, for your common areas with all your cleaning people uh, and make that uh, clear what's going on. Another idea that um, Brett Hunsinger had in his list uh, was have your some sanitizing cleaning things on the belt for your employees of your office building, let's say maintenance, security, um, management, uh, where the they can wipe as they go and clean as they go around, uh, especially on hot spots. And then also, guess what? Your tenants see that. I know in my building. Like I said, I've been concerned about germs for forever. Um, and when I see that the cleaning guys are there cleaning the door handles or a lot, when I see it, it made me feel better for me and for my employees and for my agents. Um, so that way, um, it, people see it and it makes it easy for them to remember, hey, this is what I need to be doing right now. Uh, even if they think there's, there's really not problems, you know, there, there, there may be problems. Uh, but also, it's just kind of the feeling of it make you feel more comfortable. Uh, another thing is to put out some signage uh, around that's attractive, uh, reminding people that things are being clean, about distancing, uh, and that, that what your uh, hygiene, proper hygiene is, you know, in the bathrooms and in those kinds of areas. Um, so I would uh, make sure you're putting out some signs and let people know that. Um, I, I usually, I've owned my own building for a long time. And then more recently, we did move into a building. We're on the top floor off the lobby. And so, you know, I'm a tenant. And so it's interesting to get that, that feel as a tenant rather than an owner. And you really want to feel comfortable that your tenants feel comfortable and their employees. And um, another thing is that uh, you, you, if you own an office building or a retail, well, office building, let's say, you really want to promote that working in an office environment is more productive uh, than people working at home. I remember studying, I've uh, studied sales all my life, and when you study salespeople, for example, uh, and you study the salespeople as a group that work at home, um, they're less productive than the salespeople who work in the satellite offices. And they're less productive than the salespeople. They work in the main offices. You know, there is a lot of power with people being together and seeing a working environment, not being bothered by uh, other distractions and things uh, that they get at home. Now, some people can be very productive at home. I know our business, uh, our folks have been, you know, for most part, productive as they can be, and with this pause going on. Alright, well those are just some ideas. I think we really want to get out there and make sure people are feeling when, when it's okay to go back, when the, when the government and the health officials say it's, it's okay to go back to work, it's okay to go back to these places as real estate people, let's make them feel comfortable. Let's get the tenants comfortable. Uh, the, the patrons of these businesses, uh, let's make sure they know it's clean and that we're taking care of them. All right. I hope you're doing well. I think this, this all will end. We, this too will pass. Um, and this, we will all get, uh, work together. The business will be rocking and rolling again, hopefully sooner, than later. If you have any ideas, you have any comments or questions or things to add to this, please uh, share it in the comments. Uh, Let us know on uh, social media and please connect with us on your favorite social media. So until next week, be sure you always lead, learn and laugh and join us for America's commercial real estate show. the show consider referring business or doing business with our sponsors bull realty is a commercial real estate sales leasing and advisory firm doing business throughout the southeast headquartered in atlanta visit bullrealty.com for more information commercial agent success strategies provides video training for commercial agents this training gets five-star reviews from even the most experienced brokers Learn more at CommercialAgentSuccess.com. You're invited to connect with us on your favorite social media. You can find us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. Don't miss a show of special interest to you. Be sure and subscribe to the show on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. And at the show website, CREShow.com, you can subscribe for a weekly email announcing the show topic and guest. While you're there, you also found more videos and podcasts. Thank you for watching or listening to America's Commercial Real Estate Show.